How's everybody doing? I decided I was going to go live for a second time today. Uh, I was live seven o'clock this morning already, but I thought I'd go live again just to get something kind of like off my chest. Um, you know, <clears throat> here's the thing. I, I think the people are going to join this video because they think it's going to be a lot about the pandemic. And the pandemic is a big part of this. But I just want to ask the question, is Rachel Walensky incompetent? Because in my opinion, she is. I would first like to say that it's not meant to be at any um, mark towards uh, Ms. Walensky personally. I don't know her. She, from in my opinion, is probably a spawn of Satan, uh, even though I'm an atheist. But uh, I just wonder uh, how this woman is still, like, I, I want to know how she still has a job. Like, I, I want to know why she actually hasn't been... I mean, to further that, I, I would wonder how she hasn't gotten arrested, but, um, and we'll go over that. Uh, now, I do want to say that I'm going to have to be, I'm going to try to be kind of particularly careful with YouTube because YouTube hates me and I literally just got back off suspension. But I really want to know, like, I, I really am understanding because you see, this woman, in case you don't know who she is, the woman in the, in the thumbnail putting on the mask incorrectly that does nothing because she is actually putting on the mask incorrectly. It's touching her hair and touching her. Like, it's just, it's fucking silliness. Um, and uh, and I've seen her just take them off and put them on a bunch of times, like completely against procedure and shit like that. Like, uh, But she is the head of the National Center for Chronic Disease Prevention and Health. So the CDC is... The chronic it's, it's it's the Center for Chronic Disease Prevention and Health, the CDC. You know, I mean it's 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 Center for Disease Control and Prevention. I don't understand how we've gotten here, where we just don't. There's I want to know how she's trying to prevent chronic disease. I, I would I would love to hear this. Um, I, I would love to understand how. I am going to go, before we get to a bunch of other stuff, I am just going to say that we clearly know, we clearly know that obesity is bad for people. I want anybody, I challenge anybody, I challenge anybody to find where this woman has even spoken about obesity and trying to stop it and trying to do anything about it. I, 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 I've missed that. So I, you know, I'm not saying she has, I'm not saying she hasn't, but I have missed it if she has. I will also put out here, by the way, that when it comes to things such as obesity and things such as uh, pandemic response and things like that, I would debate this woman with five minutes notice so I could just like literally like wash my face and maybe put on a clean shirt. Um, I would absolutely debate this woman live publicly uh at the drop of a hat and absolutely absolutely go destroy her about about most of what she says um with the notes on my phone she could bring everything she wants but with the notes on my phone with the data i have literally just sitting right here um i would absolutely fucking destroy her um we're gonna go to and I, i've shared this fairly often I just want to make sure that everybody understands, again, this is not me just talking shit. This is me actually sharing CDC fucking data from the CDC website. 
On the CDC website, as you can see, this is this is the uh, there's section four. And I'm actually going to do this. This is their section for health and economic cost of chronic disease. So we know that 90% of the nation's $4.1 trillion in healthcare expenditure per year, it's per year, are for people with chronic and mental illnesses. Chronic diseases have significant health and economic costs in the United States. Prevention of chronic disease and management symptoms, when prevention is not possible, can reduce these costs. So why are we not? When we know, when we clearly know that obesity and the overconsumption that leads to it, when we know that this absolutely leads to these diseases, why are we not doing something about it? Heart disease, nothing kills more Americans than heart disease and stroke. More than, more than 877,500 Americans die of heart disease or stroke every single year. That is every single year. 80% of all, of all cardiovascular diseases avoidable by lifestyle mitigations. It's statistics. You know, uh, cancer each year in the, in the United States, more than 1.7 million people are diagnosed with cancer, even though it's actually going to be a lot more. If you would actually look at 2022, it would be a lot more, I would imagine, because we went through a whole two years where nobody was able to get their, get their uh, checkups and got diagnosed with cancer all at the same at a huge rate. So I would imagine that a lot more people in 2022 have gotten diagnosed with cancer than in 2020 and 2021. Um, almost and almost 600,000 people die from it a year, year. Diabetes, more than 37 million Americans have diabetes. 37 fucking million. 90% of type 2 diabetes is avoidable by lifestyle change. 90% of type 2 diabetes is avoidable by lifestyle change. 37 million fucking people have type 2 diabetes. Another 96 million Americans in the United States have... a a condition called pre-diabetes, which means that they will have type 2 diabetes within the next couple of years if they don't fix their shit. But yet we don't talk about it. We just talk about the medications we can give these people. And by the way, these are old statistics. All these statistics up here, these are all old statistics. These are pre-pandemic statistics. It would not surprise me at all if we had 50-some million people with type 2 diabetes and 100-some million people with the possibility of having pre-diabetes. It would not surprise me at all after the great fattening of America. Oh, we got a surprise guest here. Hell yeah. What is up, my brother? Ah, what's going on? What's going on, man? So I was, I was, uh, I was, uh, I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I, look at that. We got I a slideshow. Yeah, I got a slideshow and everything. I was talking about it. Everybody, by the way, for those of you that don't know, this is Mark Lovett. I'm pretty sure you all know. Anybody that follows me, what's follows me. What's going on? Hey. Um, so I was pretty much just going over how I think that Dr. Rachel Walensky is incompetent and that I could destroy her in a debate at any given time. Is uh, she incompetent or is she compromised? I didn't want to necessarily go there because I just got off of YouTube suspension. But since we're going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say how she was compromised. She yeah, could maybe yeah. have uh, uh, one of those snags in her pantyhose. There's a lot of things that can happen to compromise. Me. A lot of compromisation. So I'll, I'll actually, this is better because I'll actually talk, talk to you about this. Me and you talk about this all the time, but. This is the CDC website we have up here, okay? According to them, we spend $4.1 trillion a year on healthcare. And I hate to laugh, but that number is so ridiculous that I fucking laugh about that. $4.1 trillion, and 90% of it is from chronic illness and mental illness. 
Is that not a staggering fucking figure? So a lot of cash. That's a lot of cash. So my point by all this is that like, it is the center for disease prevention. What the fuck are they preventing? Like, how are we spending this much money? What are, what are they doing? It's incompetence, you know? And then when you go down this mark, it's 877,500 people die of heart disease. 80% of which avoidable by lifestyle change, right? Cancer, 70% of all cases of cancer are lifestyle driven. You either drink too much, smoke too much, eat too much. Uh, like uh, obesity is result, uh, obesity results in cancer at a higher prevalence than smoking in 13 different types of cancer. Really? Yes. Wow. I mean, it was, it was just known when I was a kid that you smoke, you get cancer. It's just going to happen. The fact that I never thought in my lifetime that obesity would overtake smoking as a comorbidity. Never mm -hmm. thought that. Now it is. I mean, being fat, when I was a fat kid, man, everybody made fun of me. And I, by today's standards, I would be a shredded, I would be shredded. Oh my God. Like I was just chubby. I was a lineman, you know, I was chubby. Now you would consider me one. I'd be one of the leanest kids in the school. Yeah, absolutely. Like when I grew up, almost everybody had abs. Like if you didn't yeah. have, if you didn't, if you didn't have visible abs when you were like a teenager, like you were, you were a glutton, like you were a lineman or, or glutton, you know, like, I mean, for real. Yeah. So it's crazy, but it's the reason for being that for the 13 different types of cancer is that uh, fat is estrogenic. And not to mention the fact that it normally also involves the fact that you are in a high inflammatory state and inflammation, inflammation causes uh, cancers too. But the extra estrogen is why endometrial cancer and uh, ovarian cancer, uh, uterine cancer and stuff like that, breast uh, and breast cancer are very high in, in obese women. Like the prevalences are, are staggering, like that we don't even talk about. It's like we're not even warning. The fucked up thing is we're not even warning fat people at this stage. Like the only no. people that are actually talking about it are me and you and a few other people. It's insane, you know? Um, here's, here's one for you. And me and Mark, this, this is why, this is why product two is so important. Yep. More than 37 million Americans have type two diabetes in 2020 numbers. Like I bet you it's, I bet you it's 50 million Americans have type two diabetes right now. You know, 90% of type two diabetes is avoidable by lifestyle change. Like 90% of it, but yet we're not doing anything to prevent these illnesses. Imagine the money that could be saved, right? So let's say 90% of all chronic illness and disease is avoidable or is chronic illness. Let's say 80% of that is avoidable by lifestyle change, just in rounded out, because it's normally 90% of type 2 diabetes, 80% of cardiovascular disease, 70% of all cases of cancer, and 70% of all strokes are avoidable by lifestyle change. Sorry, I just did a little Rain Man thing there. I've had a lot of mental jewels today. Um, get your mental jewels at, uh, at Ambrosia Collective or Tiger Fitness. <laughs> um, fabulous for ADHD. I feel like my ADHD is just fucking laser right now. Like, I mean, fucking. What, what's, so what's crazy is that lifestyle illnesses yeah. and it's it's like i so the other day so my doctor called me and um just because he wanted to talk about it, he likes putting all of his patients on over 40 on statins he just does it mm -hmm. he yeah. does i checked him out he doesn't get kickbacks he truly believes based on the data which the, the data on um anti-morbidity is actually really positive with statins when you look at the surface, when you believe beneath the surface, there's probably other ways. But so he called me. So I get a call from the doctor in the morning and I'm it's from his assistant. He's like, doctor wants to see you. We can make an appointment. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. I'm dying. Have him call me immediately. Right. So I'm panicking. Turns out he's like, no, you're fine. I just want to talk to you about like, so everybody over 40, here's what I do. What do you think? I'm like, thanks, but no, thanks, bro. You know? And, um, but I remember that feeling of, oh my God. And 
if you told me right there, you know, I love whipped cream. Oh, yeah. If you told me right there, if he called me and said, Mark, you're going to die unless you give up whipped cream, which would be for you guys don't understand how much I love. Yeah, you don't cream. get it. Like you guys don't understand. You really don't. So I'd be like, done. I'm giving up whipped cream. What's crazy is that all of these lifestyle illnesses, it's they're they're preventable. It's not even that hard. It's not about giving up junk food. It's about eating less of it. It's not about exercising five days a week. It's about going on a walk every day. That's yeah. what's crazy about this is to mitigate all of these uber expensive ailments that are lifestyle driven. We're not looking at crazy changes like what I got um, um, Elijah on. You know, he's on yeah. a crazy transformation. I would never put anyone on that. No. Unless you want to do a crazy transformation for social media. Right. So like, I'm not going to do that. But what I don't understand I remember that feeling and I'm like, whatever it takes, whatever he tells me to do, I don't care if he tells me to stop lifting, whatever it is. And then he's like, oh, you're good, bro. Just wanted yeah. to tell you this. And so what I'm getting is I don't understand how I don't understand how people don't get scared into making these changes. I don't get it. I really think that they are scared, but the problem is. It and I, I believe that this is this is very true. I believe that they are deep down scared because, dude, I've been fat before. Like you know, I was fat. Like yeah. And and I and I and I I really think that like I have a very unique and interesting perspective on this because of how many like people I've coached. They're all really. I mean, people are scared. Like you can see in their voice. That's one of the reasons why the fat acceptance community. These people are fucking cray cray, motherfucker. They they are. <laughs> but it's because because it's visceral, right? They know they know there's a problem. Like you can tell deep down they know it's a problem, right? But they also are not pressured at all about this. And it's not even that we're not making it's not even a, a like shaming thing, because frankly, if you've eaten yourself to 400 pounds, you should be a little ashamed. I mean, yeah. I, I'll, I'll openly say that you should be a little ashamed of how you treated your body, you know, but it's a matter that it is just not spoken about. If anything, we actually go the opposite way right now. And that's very dangerous. It's one of the reasons why it's very dangerous. Obesity, just like most social movements, are a social contagion. You know what I mean? Like it travels in family groups, friend groups, uh, influencer circles, those sorts of things. Like think about how many people, like people say that like Lizzo and Tess Holliday and these people and all these fat fucks, they don't influence people to gain weight. How many people do you think you and I have an influence to get healthy? You know, I mean, that's the, it's a lot, it happens. Like people, we, when people resonate with you, they em emulate the principles that they take away from you, right? Didn't you, weren't you the one who showed me that study that obesity is contagious? It is contagious. That yeah. if you are around a friend group who is obese, you're more likely to become obese. And yeah. I can't, I, I don't remember the exact parameters of that data, but you're, if you're surrounded by people who commit crimes, you're more likely to commit crimes. If you're surrounded right. by people who drink alcohol, you're more likely to become an alcoholic. Right. So if you're around people who are obese, have obese habits, bad habits mm -hmm. are what create obesity. So if you're around exactly. people with bad habits, you're going to take up those bad habits preferentially more likely than someone who doesn't hang out with those people. Right. So surrounding yourself with people who are fat, who are drug abusers, you don't want to surround yourself with losers is what I'm getting at. And honestly, I hate to say this, but surrounding yourself with fat people now, unless you're actively trying to save their life, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're surrounding yourself with someone who is going to bring you down. Cause one thing I noticed in my circle locally, I wasn't hanging out with people. I wasn't training. I wasn't at the gym with people who I felt were better than me, 
who could mm-hmm. elevate my status. And then I'd fly to see Mike and Sean in California and I'd come back invigorated and I'd actually be smarter. And it actually, that's called leveling up. Mm-hmm. So if you're around people who are, you know, underachievers and are okay with it, and they're not trying to dig themselves out of that underachievement hole, mm-hmm. you need to get a new circle. Like, um, you know, like Jessica said, tighten your circle or just get yeah. a new circle. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, and that's shit. That's what I did in 2020. I mean, like yeah. I, I basically were, I mean, I, I, I saw like, not only was the support not there, but I saw like, then I, I didn't actually get one. You came and rescued me, but the, <laughs> the, the thing is like, we're not pushing these. And the, like back to Rachel Linsky, cause me and you can go on, on different, but back to her, her job is to prevent disease. I don't yes. see us doing this. Like, and I'm not even, I'm not even talking about the, the pandemic and stuff like that because she didn't just to be real. She has only been the CDC director since 2021. Yeah. So she's really responsible for more of the, uh, for more of the fucking uh, jibby jab than, than the, like how it was handled at the beginning. At the very beginning, I remember screaming it. I mean, there, it's all over my Twitter feed, which you should follow me, the MFing CEO on Twitter, or you should follow Mark Lowbiner at Mark Lowbiner. But like I was saying, are we not going to warn old and old people and fat people that they are actually at higher risk? Like, because they were pretending that they were just, everybody was at the same risk, right? Well, it's that whole equality and, thing. We're, yeah. we're not equal. We're not, no, we're not no. equal. We're, we're not equals. We're not the same. Mm-hmm. There's some people who are safer than others. There's some people who are smarter than others. There's some people who play basketball better than others. I build muscle easier than others. There, we have differences as individuals. And likewise, our immune system does too. So therefore, people who are fat or people who are old are going to have more susceptibility to any virus, not just the C word, but RSV, the cold, yeah, um, absolutely. everything, everything. So the fact that we pretended like everybody was at the same risk, but then people figured out they weren't at the same risk. And what those bastards, the CBCDC did is they went out and they were like, well, you, you might be healthy, but you can have it, but not know you have it and give it to someone else. So then mm-hmm. they just outright lied. Yeah. Because asymptomatic spread was never really a thing. I remember, no. I remember, I remember like getting a uh, damn near fucking, I mean, I, when you say stuff like that a couple of years ago, it, it was massive amount of fucking problems. Right. But back back to this real quick. I wanted to point these numbers out here because first of all, I believe we are spending actually a lot more than four point one trillion dollars on healthcare now. I believe I believe that is an older number. I believe it has gone up. I would bet you close it's closer to five trillion dollars, especially because excess deaths uh, have gone up about twenty percent across the country this year. People have, and that's another thing we're not talking about. Uh, excess deaths have absolutely <laughs> gone up a tremendous amount this past year. But when you truly look at the at the statistics, four point one trillion dollars. 90%. That is three, that is uh, $3.64 trillion, right? So then take 80% of that three point. So that means $3.64 trillion is spent on chronic illness and mental health conditions. So notice how they don't break it down. They want to keep the whole number, but it is $3.64 trillion by their estimate that is spent on chronic illness and disease. Then if you take 80% of that, we're looking at about $2.8 trillion that is spent on lifestyle driven, preventable chronic illness that we all share in that causes like what could be done with $2.8 trillion a year? Well, like, the I Ukraine mean, could get a lot more money. That's for sure. Yeah. That would, we could help out. We could, we could help out the Ukraine and we could solve world hunger and all that bullshit. Why don't uh, we or, send the fat people to fight in Ukraine? That way idea. fighting is a great caloric expenditure um, thing. So we send all of the fat people to Ukraine yeah, and we defeat Russia and they lose weight. And I mean, hey, they're going to die anyway. So, hey, 
whatever. Yeah. So I wanted to switch over. I'm to joking, kind of. No, I, I, he's joking, but I maybe. Actually, I don't really, think I'm joking. I think it's a, really a sound idea. idea. I think it. It's I really think it's one of my better ideas of the week. I think so too. And it's um, this is holy shit. I posted a lot today. My God. Um, holy shit, dude. I fucking I'm all over it. I by the way I was going on. A, I, I had so many super Trump diehards pissed. Oh, here's what I was looking for. Yeah, I think I got unfollowed by every Trump person. It happens. It fucking happens. I'll get them back. So so Rachel Linsky uh, today, who is the CDC director. Um, today on, uh, and I'm going to show everybody that everybody how this works, but today on Veterans Day, we honor courageous men and women who have bravely served in the U.S. military as well as blah, blah, blah. Um, I would, I would like to ask her, what about the people that got kicked out of the military for not taking her experimental therapy? But my question was, why has nobody arrested this woman? There are literally videos of her lying to the public on multiple occasions about safety and, and the, of the vaccine and whoop, oh, the jibby jab and, uh, that robbed people of countless, inf- uh, informed information. And for people that want to understand what I am talking about, there's several things I want to point out, right? If we go to my media, I always have some videos of her on here at some point in time. This is me laughing. That's a very fat person that's trying to be a woman. Uh, this is, <laughs> this is me talking about what we should do with pedophiles. Um, give me one second. So I don't have to dig it out anywhere. Man, this is a uh, very interesting timeline we have here. Dude, I, I, it is. Oh, here we go. Uh, can you hear that? Data yeah. show that pregnancy increases the risk of severe COVID disease. And sadly, COVID-19 infection during pregnancy can also increase the risk for preterm birth and other adverse pregnancy outcomes that have impact on the baby. The good news is that we are now fortunate to have the tools to largely prevent these tragic outcomes when they are related to COVID-19. For all three vaccines, there have been no safety concerns in animal studies, there have been no safety concerns in the clinical trials, and there have been no safety concerns in multiple safety monitoring systems that have followed over thousands of pregnant women to date. Just so all you know, those are lies. The first, Um, she started with a lie. She said research shows. There was no research. They didn't do research. I mean, what research? I... I can't believe the fact that we haven't had a civil uprising by now just shows you how far gone and complacent that people are. I mean, it's, it's at the point now where it's, I think, I, I think it, she literally started with a lie and then mm-hmm. ended with a lie with lies in the middle. Yep. I mean, I'm looking for her. There's another video that's very, very, well, there's us. What's up, motherfucker? That was um, good. That was a good one. There's a dude. Um, <laughs> dude, that's a dude. I mean, it is uh, a dude. It's not like, here's my problem. And my problem isn't with transgender people at all. Mm-hmm. My problem is with ugly transgender people. Yeah. If every one of them looked like Blair White, I would be completely happy. But, dude, if you're transgender, shave. That's number one. <laughs> Pluck your eyebrows. You know, there's certain things you can do. Like, if, if I was going to be a woman, Alan, yeah. I would be so fucking sexy. I yeah. would have my eyebrows plucked. I oh dude, I'd be like a female bodybuilder. I'd have I'd have gorgeous hair. I'd have lipstick. I'd keep myself pretty at all times. Like if you're gonna be a chick, mm-hmm. like commit, 
Shave your beard. Yeah. At least, at least don't have the beard. I'm sorry. Like my ADHD just went, you talking about yourself as a woman just fucking fucked with me. And that image, Um, that image. (laughs) I'm going to have to do something to get that out of my brain tonight. Um, So just so everybody understands, this is uh, (laughs) Rachel Walensky talking to some lady. Uh, This is from September, September 29th of 2021. All right. So this is September 29th of two. This is over a year ago. All right. Know what we know now. I want to know where she made these statements from. But listen to this shit. Why are experts so convinced, including you, um, that the COVID- so convinced, including you, COVID-19 vaccine is safe for pregnant women? So um, we have numerous studies here, and this is really important because I do know you want to control everything you want yes. it to all be perfect and you worry, right? Because there are so many things that feel like that they're not in your control. Mm-hmm. The first thing I think that's really important to understand is that pregnant women tend to have more severe disease than not. So she's literally at this stage, she's not just suggesting it, she's loading the pistol to but, make but- it seem like they have to have it. Where are these studies, Alan? She said they have numerous studies. I've yet to see one study that shows safety in pregnant women. I've yet to see one study. And do we have any data that pregnant women get COVID worse than non-pregnant women? That, that's there's no there's nothing to support this entire there's statement. no data she keeps i love when these people say there's data to back it up yeah. I, what what pisses me off is i go online and i'm like i got so much human data on i did a video on machine motion i got fucking 20 white papers on that thing and um people are like oh it's not enough this bitch comes out and is like yeah there you go this bitch comes out and is like I have all this data, but there is no data. There's no data. There's just people who are supposedly smart saying stuff. Mm-hmm. That's not data. No. And she's scaring pregnant women into getting it. Like, oh, like it's bad for your baby, so you got to get this instead. I mean, it just keeps going on. It's insane. Let's- Non-pregnant women. So it's really important to make sure that they're protected because if you want to do anything, it's to make sure that you are delivering a healthy baby and you are there to be the mom to that baby for a very long period of time. Who's and so this- we really do want to make sure that those... What Who's this uppity bitch on the left with that... St- I I, what I, was I, that? Like, who is that bitch? I forget her name. I'll have to look it up. Uh, but oh my god and why is she doing that you see she's pretending like she's about to cry you need to save your baby coming from the people who like killing babies at full term yep pregnant (laughs) women are protected um we have now have data on pregnant women not just getting vaccine in the third trimester and the second trimester but now even the first trimester we have where show it where 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 is is this data this is an open is it okay this is the nah. only time it's okay to hit a woman. I'd have Crystal do it. No, no, no. Katie can't. Okay, Crystal can't. Katie can't fight worth a shit, dude. Crystal would fuck this woman up. Cammy, We'll send Cammy. Oh, yeah, we'll send Cammy. <laughs> Cammy would fuck this woman up. Oh, yeah. he'd be dead. Over. Yeah. Game over. Yeah. Game over. <laughs> fuck. That's, we'll, send, we'll send Cammy. Fuck yeah. But uh, this, is open face, this is open face lies that yeah, rob, no people, data. Rob, rob people of informed consent. Like this no is data. incompetent. This is at best incompetence. Is what I'm saying. This is at best incompetence. You can't just say there's data. This is why I'm so mad, because 
you and I literally live by science. Like you and I at one point were sending 400 studies a day. Yeah. And for people, basically what this did, I don't care about trust in the government. No one ever really trusted the government. If you did, you're an idiot. You deserve, you yeah. deserve us coming to you. The problem is now we've lost all faith in science. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, There's they, no they science. Broke, they science broke, is dead. They, they broke science because they called it the science. And not only did they call it the science, they pretended you couldn't question the science when science is actually questioning fucking everything. You know, science like, is questions. Yeah. Science is literally you have a, a, a you have an abstract and then you have a hypothesis and then yep. you go to disp and the goal of the study is to try to disprove the hypothesis. Mm -hmm. And if you prove the hypothesis, then you have a study suggesting a certain outcome. Yeah, but we're not doctors, Mark. So we shouldn't. I'm just not I'm not I'm not Fetterman. I'm not retarded. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, hang on. Have that period of time. Early on, we could say in that third trimester, no outcomes that were different among women who were vaccinated and women who weren't vaccinated for their babies. And now with more and more data, we're seeing that there are really no differences in outcomes in terms of fertility, desire to get mm -hmm. pregnant adverse baby outcomes really if you've been vaccinated or not. So what we really know now with a wealth of data and numerous studies, thousands of pregnant women, that, um, that you are at higher risk if you don't get vaccinated and that outcomes are the same for mom and baby if you do get vaccinated. What? So, so here's my thing. Oh right? God, I hate that white woman so much. Yeah. So here's, here's my thing, right? Um, and for those of you that aren't following us, I really do encourage you to follow us on Twitter because Mark and I are starting to like really go off on there because we're allowed. Thank you, Elon. Right? Thank you, Elon. Yeah, yeah. And we have we're Rumble up, too. Yeah. And we're going to go, we're, we're both heading over to Rumble too. This is being broadcast on Rumble right now, but my, my, here's my thing, right? I, I, I'm not a politician. Like I, and I, and I'm not, a, I'm not really a Democrat. I'm not really a Republican, but I will say this, whoever takes charge. And I, cause I don't believe that the Democrats will do it. But if the Republicans take charge and if any, because uh, some prominent Republicans do actually watch both of our stuff, right? Do your fucking jobs and get this woman on the fucking stand to support what she just claimed right there. Do your fucking jobs and put her on a pub in a public trial to answer these fucking questions because this cost people's lives. This woman presented herself as the head of the CDC and a doctor and robbed people of informed consent by talking about that. I, I, I want to see the data she had at that time to make these statements. Do your fucking jobs. There's no data now. And the data is negative. All the stuff coming out of the UK and Israel, it's coming back very negative. And to say that, to, to claim different outcomes, we know that it doesn't prevent transmission nor getting it. All yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah. is introducing more risk into your body. And YouTube, that is proven and admitted by the CDC before you fucking delete it. But I want to know, like, that's my thing. Like, people are so, like, it, it's it's such a weird paradigm because the Democrats are really happy right now, even though they lost Congress, it looks like. And the Republicans are really sad. And it's almost like they're both trying to set themselves up to not be able to fucking, like, actual, actually, like, do anything again. I want answers. Like, I mean, it, this one, it, it cannot sit. Like, this woman and other public health officials, I say this all the time. And people can think whatever people can think whatever the fuck they want about me. I'm really good with that. But I got to tell you, I could I could disprove these people 
I, I literally could disprove these people in, in, in public debate and public hearing with their own data. That's the fucking problem. People are like, oh, we didn't know at the beginning. I, I was, I'm using their data and I'm fucking disproving them. I want to know why we're not talking about actually preventing disease and why, why the, we've gotten to the point where we have $4.1 trillion in revenue for the pharmaceutical and healthcare industries when we should be preventing about $2.7 to $2.8 trillion of it. I want to know why we're pushing this with absolutely no data. It seems no this is this this is we're at the stage now where these are in fact crimes against humanity. Like we are watching people suffer. If people would have listened to Mark and myself at the beginning of this pandemic, we could have saved trillions of dollars, not crashed the economy and saved millions of lives. And I well, I can I can prove it statistically. It all started with the 15 days, right? Yep. Like that yep. was the catalyst. All we had to do is have a leader like they had in Sweden who yep. says, hey, this doesn't work. Old people, shelter, okay, mm -hmm. stay in the house. But young people, let's keep this economy running. We have a trillion-dollar machine going on here. Let's keep this economy running. Instead, they had healthy young people have the same treatment as those who are at high risk, which mm -hmm. has never been done in the history of mankind as far as I know. And here we did it. And now everybody's point, look, man, and here's why it's kind of good for Republicans that Trump lost. And let me explain mm -hmm. why inflation and the economy would have tanked no matter what, yep. because we printed money, which Trump started doing. Mm -hmm. Okay. We printed money and we shut down an economy for a year in some places, two years. Mm -hmm. You can't just turn a multi-trillion dollar, 350 million people deep economy on and off with a button. Nope. Okay, and that's why we saw supply chain issues in print. You know, these are all things people don't understand. Like, I own businesses in multiple industries. So I got to see it from print. I got to see it from packaging. I got to see it from raw material. I got to see it from food. I got to see it from supplements. I saw it from all ends. Yep. And guess what? There's nothing Trump could have done. The no. only where, where place Trump would have helped by being elected is, number one, hopefully not Hopefully Ukraine didn't happen because Putin was yeah. afraid of Trump. And yep. number two is gas by keeping the Keystone pipeline open. Yep. Other than that, we would have been Democrats would have been saying now what we're saying about Biden. Yep. The economy would have shit no matter what. Listen to me, guys, Republicans, Democrats, listen to me. The, the economy was on a downward trajectory and it all started in March of 2020 when President Donald Trump said we need 15 days to flatten the curve and knowing full well that Democrat governors would do what they did. He had to know that. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, the big argument right now is, well, he didn't know and he was doing this, he was doing that. I, I will say this one more time for everybody to understand. Like, like and, and for those, like, this is a big thing going on right now because of how the, he's fucking losing his mind. I swear he's fucking going crazy trying to preemptively strike at his future opponents, I think. But I'd vote for him tomorrow against any Democrat. Oh, absolutely. But I can say, but I can say this. He's the reason why we're in this fucked up position. People yeah. are just taking advantage of it. Like, he, the, just so everybody understands, and this is my stance on this, and if, should they try it again, I'm going to make sure to remind people, and I'll go down swinging. The federal government does not have the authority, nor does the state government have the authority to turn off the Constitution in the United States. They, they, they actually draw their power from that document, from the consent of the governed. We, that's us. We are the governed. We, they, they govern us by our consent. 
to be very real, he acted in an unconstitutional fashion with 15 days. And I'm sorry, but anybody that could see the fucking data, and I had people, I, I've had people come at me and like, well, he had, you know, they were coming after him for this, they were coming after that. I don't give a fuck about what happened to Donald Trump. His job was not to look after him, his job was to look after me. His job was to look after you. His job was to look after the fucking country and our rights. I don't give a fuck if they fucked. They could they could he, have impeached him 25,000 fucking times. I don't He got fuck. lied to by Fauci. Look, dude, if I have an employee lie to me and I make a bad decision as a CEO, that's still my problem. I'm still the CEO. Hang on a second. He was right about closing his travel to China. I got a newsflash for you, man, and I'm not trying to give you a hard time. No, he wasn't. Because COVID was already in America, probably in shit fucking October, September, October of 20, of 2019. Like we did not, we did not magically catch patient zero. It had been around, it had been out already. There's no fucking way that it would that it actually like arrived and then we caught patient zero. It had been around for a long time. They've already stated that they noticed that it was like they found old samples and retested it. And it was here in like October or November of the previous year in five different places from five different completely non-related people. And it was this the cold. All, yeah, and it was the cold because it's a cold because it's a fucking cold. You know, like that's the problem. It, from, at no they, point in time, look at the data and, and think that what happened was warranted. So you know, so like, just, just in fairness, because I know some people got hit pretty hard by it. So it was a very, very, very strong cold at the beginning. It was yes. a coronavirus. So it was very strong. The OG C word was very strong and it did. And that's why people who are very vulnerable got hit really hard. Right mm -hmm. now, yeah. then you had Delta and by the time it hit Omicron, it was nothing. This is something I learned in eighth grade. And I vividly Omicron. remember learning omicron i vividly remember learning about viruses in eighth grade and learning that the longer they're out the more they get beat up and the weaker they yep. get so once i mean the fact that we didn't factor in that it's going to get weaker and have variants it's like mm -hmm. oh my god we found a new variant you know it'd be absurd if it didn't have a variant that'd be a weird virus like viruses have variants the flu has hundreds of variants yeah, hundreds, hundreds. That's one of the weird things. That, it's another thing that happened too, where he should have stepped in. And there, and it wasn't like, here's my thing. It wasn't like there weren't world-renowned experts telling us to calm the fuck down. Dr. Johnny They Anitis, all got banned. They all got banned. Why is he letting that happen? Like, I mean, I'm sorry, but like, if, if you can, here's my thing. <laughs> if you can shut down an entire economy, flip a switch and tell everybody you're essential, you're not essential. If you think you have the power to do that, you're telling me you can't tell YouTube not to ban free fucking speech. I don't buy. Oh, you it. could so so. There's ways to do it without blatantly violating the Constitution. Um, all you have to do is, you know, at that time, you know, you have a lot of power, so you're able to threaten to executive order to take away their protections. Yes. Once you take away their protections, class action suits put them out of business within a week. Right. And that's what he could have done. But instead, instead, mm -hmm. he just went along with it and he sees it. This guy, like any other, I don't think Biden is pur purposely searching Twitter and YouTube and Facebook. I don't think Biden does anything but eat pudding, get injected and then do a, and do a speech. Yeah. However, Trump guarantee you that motherfucker was searching Instagram. Oh, yeah. He was on Twitter because he wanted to see what people say about him because he's a narcissist. Mm -hmm. That's what narcissists do. And so he knew what was going on. He knew everything. And right. if he didn't, 
then he has his son, you know, um, his son, Donald J. Trump Jr., who seems like a great guy. I yeah. guarantee you Trump Jr. is calling him like, yo, dad, yo, mm-hmm. they're, they're really banning people on YouTube, bro. Because I think yeah. his son is actually legit. Yeah, me too. I really do. Um, and, and my the, the crazy shit about it, dude, is that like there were so many people. Whoop, hang on. There were so many people and so many different doctors that could have in, in, in stepped in. So the data was all out there. And then like, so the CDC earlier on, earlier, early, the CDC came out in like May, I believe it was. And they said that there's likely for every infection we know about, there's likely 10 to 20 times the people that have been infected. Right. So immediately, because, you know, math, that means it's automatically a 10th to a 20th as deadly as we had predicted it to be. So when they were predicting a, you know, a, a, a infection fatality rate of 1% or 2%, it automatically goes down to 0.2% or 0.0 or 0.4%, which is in line with the seasonal flu. So I like, I dude, I remember this so clearly. I was like, this is fucking fabulous news. Like, I mean, like, of course these people are going to see this, the government, you're like, okay, okay. We have this data out. Nope. They just don't, they just fucking went past it. Like, I mean, the infection fatality rate was infant, like super small. It was so much smaller. Like they scared people with videos of people falling over dead and this other shit when at what number was going to be okay. Like I'm, I'm so- I, you know, you know how I am. I, I would have said if it was 10 times as dead as they thought it was going to be, you're not closing me down. It's not constitutional. Go ahead. No, but, but, but here's the thing, like with those videos from China, since when does a virus snipe you in the street? Like, did yeah. anybody ever think about that logically? Wait a second. Like even Ebola, people aren't just dying in the street. Right. Like that was insane. We had to know that was a psyop. Yeah, but I, mean, I did. I'm like, why are these people falling over from the flu? Like, yeah. what what is good? Because at that time, I just thought it was like the flu, and yeah. and here we are, and and it just sucks that it's good that we were right. But yeah. man, I mean, I just wish that people weren't so snap. Now we have a whole issue. Like we could have just been over it, but yep. thanks to operation Operation Warp Speed, now we're gonna see people with. I, I tweeted this morning about my in laws, dude. Yeah. Bro, they're all sick. Like, Sorry, and they man. all got, they all got the shit. No, I don't fuck them. But I mean, they're my in-laws. Um, <laughs> uh, one step you. closer to the inheritance, bro. Um, no, I'm playing, I'm playing. Uh, but no, uh, I mean, we have one issue where we thought there was a blood clot. Probably was a blood clot that broke up in the leg. Um, one of them got some skin issue that a immune system should have fought off. And the mm-hmm. doctor even said, it's because you got the vaccine. Uh-huh. The doctor said it. So they're getting injuries from this thing and they're not the healthiest people. So I just told my wife, I'm like, look, you know, they're going to die. It's just going to happen. Like there's too many bad things going on. My family fine. Like, you know, my brother, dude, he's based as fuck. Like, so I'm, my people are fine. And the crazy thing is that no matter like you talk and they're, they're based people, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. at least my one, one of my, I'm not going to say if it was brother or sister-in-law, whatever, but like pretty based, but he's on his like third booster. I'm like, I don't even talk to him about it, you know, but it's just like, dude, I'm like, you're just, you're not a healthy person to begin with. Like, have you thought about just like getting healthy? And it's just insane how they just do it because they're told told to, but they're driving themselves and there's no mandates anymore. So they're driving themselves to the pharmacy or the doctor or whatever. This is not, and this is why I'm okay with it. It's not being forced upon them. I'm just disappointed that 
nobody's seeing what I'm seeing. It's right. it's insane when you see something clear as day. It's like that wall is white. Like, no, it's not. It's purple. No, it's fucking white. And you're looking at a white wall, and they're they're saying it's purple. And that's where I'm at right now. It's just no one no one seems to see anything. It's very frustrating. I mean, because I and I do think that uh, it's it, they're programmed now. Like they're literally programmed people, and they've made it so so much a part of their lives for a lot of them. And I gotta like, there's there's something in their head like, well, I'm in their mind they think, well, I'm fucked. So if I don't get this, I'm super fucked because if I have no immunity anymore because I've gotten it, it's the only thing holding it up. You know, I thought we I thought we'd address this when athletes are falling over left and right. You know, a general thought process is high level athletes, especially endurance athletes, soccer players, stuff like that, basketball players. Like people don't realize how like how good cardio is for basketball players. Like it's it like football players probably have the least amount of cardio, and they're the people that are falling over the least. Just to be real, yeah, right? You're right. Soccer, soccer players and basketball players, th- their heart is going all the time because they're running constantly, right? And especially while basketball players don't run as much as soccer players, they're pushing around a lot more human being normally. I mean, they're they're a lot bigger, right? Yeah. So they're very large. So the way it works is that your heart is a muscle, right? And when you push yourself to an elite level, nine times out of 10, you're probably not going to damage it, but your heart does need to recover in between sets. That's why people can overreach. People can even overtrain, cause heart damage, those sorts of things, especially if they're dehydrated or something like that, right? So if there is any type of mild, even heart, first of all, there's no such thing as mild heart inflammation. It fucking drives me crazy. But the, if, if you get anything that inflames your heart at all and you're an elite athlete, I can see it going downhill very quickly because athletes normally have bigger hearts too, as you've pointed out many times. They're like enlarged. Most athletes, yeah. yeah, most athletes have enlarged hearts, right? So that's why I think a lot of reason why they're falling over dead. I do think for a lot of them too, that there was missed health checks just like the rest of the population. But it's not just, I, the only reason why we're seeing, I think a lot of people are just falling out. Athletes are just on camera. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of high school athletes, soccer players, basketball players, yeah. lacrosse players, and it's it's going to be very sad. And I think we need to embra- we need to brace ourselves for it. And I hope I'm wrong, but so far it's 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 looking worse and worse, especially those who keep getting updates or mm-hmm. boosters. I think that's what's really scary about what's going on right now. So, you know, I'm sitting back as a guy with kids and and again, there's no way this is why I got in that little fight with, with Jack Murphy, who, by the way, we're still friends. I talked to him off. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. Um, if he would have just said at the beginning, my wife abducted my child and got him and in, got him injected. I'd be like, cool. You, f- yeah. you need a good number for a lawyer. You know, it's like, but he came off and said, well, my kid did it to play baseball. So immediately I'm like, I'm not, I don't care if you're my friend, Alan, if you did this, I'd say the same thing. Fuck yeah. You're, you're a horrible fucking dad. Yeah, Like you're a horrible father because you know the risks. You're on here on Twitter grifting over the risks. And you're going to tell me that you let your own son get it. I would literally get my son in a fucking headlock and hold him down and put his ass to sleep so he wouldn't get that shot. No, Not going to happen. What's crazy is that, so my nephew, um, my nephew's a a top-rated catcher in Illinois last year. Mm -hmm. Top-ranked. Amazing, amazing player goes to it goes gets a scholarship to um a, a major Division One university, making an impact already, hitting home runs, doing all that shit. Right, he's killing mm-hmm. it. So he went to play semi pro baseball in the off season in New York, and everyone's vaccinated, every single player except for him, and he was the one. He they all were so jealous, so envious 
these kids were having issues with their cardiovascular performance. They couldn't understand why they couldn't catch their wind anymore. And they got it because they had to do it to play. They're like, how'd you get? And he lived in Illinois, dude. Like he was in a mandate state, but he's like, I just didn't do it. And if some place required it, I just didn't go there yet. He has a, not only does he have the same outcome collegiately and, and, and as a player as they do, but he doesn't wake up every morning wondering if that little ache and pain in his chest is myocarditis. That's my thing. Like what the fuck, you know, like it, it's gotta be a constant worry. You know, it absolutely needs to be a very constant worry for these people. I would have never allowed like much, like ever. Like, I mean, like I'm, you know, it, the, for baseball, that's when you'd sit, that's to me. And by the way, Jack Murphy has me blocked. So, <laughs> but, but yeah. so you, you, because I'm like, Mark debates with people. I'm, I'm a little bit more, I'm going to go for your fucking jugular. You know what I mean? Like um, yeah, you went a little bit hard. I went a little bit hard on him. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I regret nothing. I regret nothing. Nah, it was, um, it was warranted. I, I mean, I didn't like call him a cuck or anything like that, which he like actually fucking is. So. Not a, not he a had some videos. But anyway. But who um, doesn't have videos like that? I have a lot of them. I, I don't have videos of, of me watching some guy bang my wife. Well, that's because I took the cameras. I took uh-huh. all the tapes. I've only, here's uh, a, you, you did it so long ago, it's on fucking VHS. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, shit. Age fucking shot. I, I love I, that. No, I love the good it. news about having porn on VHS, nobody yeah. can watch it because no one yeah. has a VCR anymore. That was outstanding. I loved it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, God, you made me forget. Oh, but like, the, my thing about it, like, that's when you sit your child down and you explain to them, like, life is more than fucking baseball. You know what I mean? Like the, the risks don't fucking don't, don't, don't match up, you know? Like, uh, and I, I just, I, I, that's what, that's was my, my train. I did want to tell everybody before we, cause we're probably gonna end up leaving here soon. I'm, I'm posting a video. I want you all to go watch because you know, it's, it's from tiger fitness and this is Mark, Mark's latest video. And it's about Cali muscle. And I do want to say that the contrast and Mark doesn't know what I'm saying. I'm going to say this, the contrast between Mark's professionalism and Cali Muscle's fucking douchebaggery is astonishing to me. It is to me. It is the literal uh, contrast that is happening in the fitness world between people that have decided I'm going to try to help people get healthy and work hard and make sure that no matter what we come out of this as a whole people um, and putting egos aside versus somebody that is just doing shit for likes and clicks. The contrast between you and him in that video, dude. I'm like. Every day, I got to tell you, I'm proud to be your friend, but I just, I was fucking blown away by the absolute contrast of it. So I, please, I, all of you go watch it. I, I just, I'm, I'm very kind of shocked because I mean, you've, I sent you a picture of me and Callie when we mm-hmm. uh, do videos together and stuff and genuinely a nice, upbeat guy, um, entertainer. But I think what happens is, you know, his views aren't where they were. And you saw all those cars, who knows? He could be a million dollars in debt. Because yeah. cars are horrible investments. So so you look at it that way. He, I think he's just struggling to make ends mm-hmm. meet. And it's also you have that grift, that grift of being rich guy, mm-hmm. like the rich guy grift. So you have to you can't show people, hey, I'm budgeting now. You know, I, I, I wrote a whole I did a whole like post the other day about going in a meeting with our wealth management guy about a a living trust for our kids. Like that's where my mind's at. And, Mm -hmm. but when you have that persona with the gold teeth and the cars and the, this and the, that you just, you, once you, God forbid you dip below that standard of living, Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. everybody like you're not living for yourself anymore. You're living for the grift. Right. I will. There's a couple things about it. Just so you guys to give you a little thing about it. As you watch the video that Mark's Mark shared from him, you can see people in the background. Like if, if you if you go to a gym and you want to record yourself, take a picture of yourself. I get it. It's one of the, my, like Mark will tell you, it's one of my least favorite things. I don't know why. I just fucking can't stand it, you know, because that's yeah. like my time. But make sure there's nobody in the fucking background. Like, I mean, he had kids in his background and I found that fucked up. But it, he actually said in the video viral, like he want you could tell he was looking for the viral moment. You know what I mean? It went viral the wrong way because yeah, if you look the, at the at comments, his own fans are like, bro. And everybody is feeling is feeling such sorrow for that poor gym manager who I honestly I want her to work for me. Yeah, I love this amazing. woman. She, she yeah. was she handled it perfectly. She knew she was about to be put on blast. Because mm -hmm. he even told her he was gonna put her on blast. And what a racist piece of shit Cali Muscle is. Yeah. Why are you so red? She goes, because I'm white. That's what happens. Like <laughs> he literally, and also Karen has become basically calling a white woman the N-word. Mm -hmm. That's what it's become. Yeah. I will At say this. in that situation. That woman, I bet you, is a savage. I bet you if you let her talk like how she actually wanted to talk, she's because in order to keep your mind that collected and professional in the face of what she, like, and I'm telling you guys, you got to go watch it because it is fucking astounding what the, the job this woman did. It's insane. Like, I, it, it's like she is the most professional front desk gym or gym manager I've probably ever fucking seen. I, I was, I was like almost to the point where like, if I didn't think better, I would have thought she was planted, but like, you can tell she wasn't like he was just, it was so fucked up, but I do want everybody to watch it because it does emulate why I think you are you, like, you're how the fitness industry, me and you, me and you help people. Like we try to get people healthy. We are the products we create. We try to help it be uh, mindful, healthy products, which by the way, again, you can go get no morbidity, get mental jewels, uh, you can get nutrient driver. All these things are great for your health, great for your control. Where's the link? Hang on a second. The link to the video is right here. I think you just put it in. I think you I did. I'll put, I'll, I'll put it in again. Yeah, I'll put it in again. Yeah, but it's, please it's go just, check that out. It's a shame. But yeah, I'm, Cammy just texted me. I got to go train. Yeah, I got to go. <laughs> I got I to gotta go too. Hey, guys, thank you very much. I'll be live sometime tomorrow. I'm not sure exactly when, but I'm doing a live this Saturday and Sunday because I'm going over, I'm going away with the wife for next week, but I hope everybody has a great day. My new book ought to be out by Sunday too, Beyond Willpower, The Hunger Management Method. So you guys will be checking it out. What will happen is you'll be able to buy the book and get the app for a month and everything like that too. So please do check that out and check out uh, uh, No Morbidity, Mental Jewels, Ember, all the good things at Tiger Fitness and Ambrosia. Goddamn. Thank you, man.